<laughs> that's what we say. That's what we do. We are live. We are back for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle where everybody shows up to be a part of a community to get a little bit of motivation, a little bit of inspiration, and a little bit of activation. I have a question. Did you miss the t-shirt memo? I did not miss the t-shirt memo. I actually chose to go a different route because, shout out to Cindy Metzler, who uh, is a loyal huddler in the morning and a good friend of ours, and she actually helped us get on the news today. So today at three o'clock, the, uh, the huddle will be going on the local news and we're excited to share the good news with the people on the news. It's pretty cool. You know, I think, um, you know, um, the news is not normally known for positive stories. So I give them credit for trying to inject some positivity and what we're doing here, this community, uh, they want to ask some questions. Why, what is it? Well, you know, what are we doing? And, um, so uh, you guys make us proud uh, that we can be telling the story today live. I think it's 3 or 3.15. We get on at 3, but 3.15, the segment goes live on CBS uh, 12. We will uh, certainly uh, do our best to, uh, you know, video it and share it and all that kind of stuff. But we're excited that people are paying attention to what we're doing right here, my friend. Yeah, my very, very cool. And we're excited to be able to share it with other people in the community that maybe haven't seen us uh, on LinkedIn or on YouTube and continue to grow the community of people that are showing up here every day because we love to share with everybody. It's awesome. The numbers are strong. Um, the content, you know, uh, you and I are battling back and forth coming up. You know, I get quotes, hey, great stuff today, unbelievable huddle, and then you come right back. So it sounds to me like a little bit of prize fighting, which we'll talk about that today, right? Today, so today, as promised yesterday, today will be all about confidence. But we're going to talk about confidence in the basketball game last night. We're going to talk about confidence in a historic fight that took that's the anniversary today. And then we're going to talk about how to apply confidence to yourself. But before we do any of that, it's critical that we wake up. So Shay, wake us up with the music. Teddy P. Thank you to Teddy P for waking us up. And I want to give a shout out to Chris White because I believe in a culture of competition. And Chris White was the first one in with a comment this morning. So good morning to you, sir. Good morning to a fellow Noel and way to be the first one in the group. And then I want to give a shout out to Gary Sarner because he said uh, Baylor was amazing. And there's no doubt that they were. For those of you who did not see the game last night, Baylor came out, and for those of you who don't pay attention to college basketball, Baylor came out and beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga was an undefeated team, did not have a single loss all season, obviously through the tournament, and then got handed their first loss last night. 
and got handed it very handedly. Uh, you know, for 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 you know, thirty from minutes the in the game, it was yeah, from right, the from jump, the gun. they got yeah. beat from from the starting line. And I think there's a lot to be talked about and why that happened. So my question to you this morning, and just so that you guys get a handle on, you know, why we do even this, Mark and I are talking every morning anyway. We're there for each other. We're, you know, commenting, lighting a fire to start the day. So my comment to him this morning is how much credibility do you give to the fact that they left it on the court against UCLA and just didn't rebound enough, didn't recover and recovery in sports, recovery in life, recovery in business is so critical. You know, baseball just got kicked up again. You got to get to the plate every time, bring in the juice. You can't be thinking about what happened. And I think uh, they came out really flat. Well, you can't take away anything from the fact that the emotional victory of hitting that shot in overtime, the extra overtime is physically taxing, but then the emotional victory and the emotion that you spend having that happen is takes a physical toll as well. So you have to be extra focused on what you do to recover, your sleep, what you put in your body, the way you turn your focus away and stop thinking about what happened and completely shift your focus to what's happening now, which is the opportunity to win a championship. And I don't think they did any of that very well. They looked flat. They, they didn't look completely focused in the beginning. They were lost. But I will say this. When you looked at both of those teams, I would say that Baylor looked more athletically gifted than Gonzaga did. So when you get two teams that are both well-coached and both executed a high level, those who don't believe that talent matters, there's your case study right there. Gonzaga ran into a very talented team that was also very well-coached and had a hard time handling them in man, could not play man, had to move to zone, and just couldn't keep up playing in zone. So when you watch that happen, there's a lot that goes into how you recover as an individual how you turn your focus to what's happening right now in order to be successful. And then talent matters. Sometimes you're just not good enough. Well, you know, just, you know, ask our friend Scott McGregor, whose whole business, uh, the TCC, which today I'm jacked about uh, the, you know, some of the New York jet guys that are, uh, will be talking about talent management, you know, how you treat your talent. Part of coaching is taking care of your guys. And so I think, what I took away was from the jump, you had intensity from Baylor that looked like they let out of a cage, man. They were breathing fire. I have not seen defense in basketball like that ever, maybe. I mean, they were right up in their face, you know, and that kind of stuff tends to frustrate you unless you're prepared for it. And so the the intensity, the level of energy that they brought to it, which there's to me the big lesson is, you can overcome any obstacle with energy, you know. So Gonzaga came in and they're the best and they're undefeated and they're bullshit. Love I will it. take your throat right now. I will your energy matters, it. and yeah. I call that I call that the tunnel. You know, the tunnel mentality, or that's you run out of the tunnel. Everybody feels energy. They did. They played really well. They shot lights out in the first half, which they played at a higher percentage than you would normally play. They were only up 10 and a half. What won them the championship, yeah, I appreciate that, Jake. What won them the championship is the fact that they stayed consistent throughout the game. 
They could have fallen off and allowed Gonzaga to come back in the game after halftime. They did not. They stayed consistent. They played at a high level. They didn't shoot the same percentage the whole game, but they did everything they had to in order to keep the foot on their throat and win the game. So, you know, uh, I, I agree with you because you texted me. First of all, I stayed up watched the whole game, which is mind that blowing. in and of itself is mind-blowing. If they were gambling people, that that was a lock that I would have been sleeping. But I was really intrigued from the beginning because of their intensity. The energy level, I felt they overwhelmed. They suffocated Gonzaga. They didn't have a chance to move. Shay, by the way, what happened to our ticker? Do we have a ticker, Shay? Shay, Shay, come on. Man. I have it on. I take it off and I put it, I put it back and forth. Put it oh, on. I did not put it on. I did not see <laughs> it yet. Put it on, man. Come on. It I'm interferes a, with the content that we show. So I take I it was, off. So, oh, so it's great, fighting back. <laughs> so great takeaways from the game last night. But that is not the only piece of sports content we're going to talk about today. Today in history, 1987, Sugar Ray Leonard walks in to Marvin Hagler's time. This is his era in boxing where he is very dominant. Mar our Sugar Ray Leonard had had an illustrious career. I'm gonna show you some videos of celebrating the anniversary of that fight today. And we're gonna talk about the confidence that Sugar Ray Leonard walked in with and why he was successful. Shay, show me the video. All along I wanted to fight Hagler, not a career. I didn't want a career anymore because I had a per quite illustrious career. And I just didn't know how to break the news to the media or to the public to say, I want to fight Hagler because they would have been saying what they're saying now. You're crazy. I've been waiting, I tell you, for a long time. And like I said, I think that this is my time. This is my era. This is my day for me to shine. I'm doing something I always felt I could do. It's no surprise to me. Sounds a little cocky, doesn't it? But it's me. I mean, I feel that good. I feel that confident about my progress and about my conditioning. So I love the conversation we're going to have right now about this because Henry Paisano jumped in immediately and says, worst fight decision in the history of boxing. 
Hagler was robbed, but I want to go back to the start of this. A lot you know of I mean? people, a lot of people think that I was in the gym this morning with Pete. First thing I'd said, there was a guy yeah. wearing a Brockton shirt across from us, and I said, "Today's the anniversary of the fight." Pete said, "Robbed." First yeah. thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just, you know. so he, this nobody in America thought that Sugar Ray could come back, come out of retirement, and beat Marvin Hagler, who Marvin Hagler was a very heavy puncher and was putting people on the canvas consistently. But you heard him say, I've never been more confident. I've never been more confident in my preparation. I've never been more confident in my training. And so what happened was, is Hagler hit him with his best shot early in the fight and hit him consistently hard throughout the fight. And as soon as Marvin Hagler knew in his mind that he could hit him with his best shot, and not put him down, that shook Hagler's confidence. Right. All of a sudden, you're not so confident in your ability, and that increased Sugar Ray's confidence in that there was no way this man was gonna beat me because I was more well-conditioned, I was ready to take him through 12 rounds, and I was gonna eat whatever he gave me in order to continue pushing. And so the way he fought the fight displayed his confidence, which won him that fight with the judges. So I, I totally agree. I want to put up this um, quote by uh, from John Son. Um, Don't underestimate the power of having a cheerleader. Someone in the corner that said three minutes and you're the new champion. New champion. Chills, man. New, chill. I'm the new champion, man. I'm gonna go. And you know what? In that round, he came with everything. He was dancing right. around because the cheerleader put that in his head. Anybody want to know why? Him. Anybody want to know why the greats have coaches? Anybody want to know why the top, you know, salespeople and sales professional have coaches? Some of it is just cheerleading. You can do this. This is yours. You've earned it. You got the confidence. When you hear Alex Rodriguez, when he went to the Yankees and was in a slump, everybody was yelling, oh, you're making all this money. And blah, 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 blah. Joe Torrey said, just get in there and do what you do. Just get bang, home run, bang, home yeah. run. You know, somebody's that little birdie in your ear, and that's what talent management is. That's why you have guys that are goats. And boy, when I was listening to that in the corner, that just sent me going. Yeah, crazy, berserk. Know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. so the confidence comes from the preparation, from the training. We're going to talk all about confidence, but first, we're going to listen to some motivational morning music, and then we're going to get to work. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business Mama, please don't worry about me I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this so let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this Let's get down, let's get down, baby 
I'll, I'll just say this, that the huddle has reached a new level of what the fuck was that? Man, it's weird. Really? It's weird, man. Mind blowing. Did you listen yeah. to the song? Did you yes, hear the lyrics? Yes, yes. Let's get down. So what I want to <laughs> talk about here, and this is going to set the stage for confidence, is let's get down to business. We've had a million, million nights just like this. Let's get down to business. That's the whole point, is that when you get down to business, the confidence comes from doing it over and over and over, and it's the repetitions that have led to the confidence. And so when we talk about confidence, I love you know quoting Bill Parcells, one of the goats, who says that confidence is nothing but displayed ability, meaning that you have displayed the ability to do something so many times that there's no doubt in your brain that you know you can, but the displayed ability does not come from results of doing it in game scenarios. The confidence comes from practicing that skill over and over and over. So it goes into preparation and practice, not results. So, so you know, that's not sexy. Sexy is playing the game, but the work is every single day. That's the boring stuff. When we talk about, you know, hey, um, I got, you know, this is our routine every day. We're going to go out, we're going to do this. You know, Nick Saban is a drill sergeant, bang, 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 doing the same thing over and again. And he yells at people, we're going to do it until you do it perfectly. He drives people to do that. So instinctively in the game, you know, and we talked, I write about that in the book, Practice Makes Perfect, when Malcolm Butler made that interception, he had done that play 4,000 times that week. In practice. So in practice, the play opened up and he was just there. He said before he knew it, he was holding on to the ball. So, you know, I think when you relate that to sales, that's the boring part. That's where there's no audience. There's no, you know, nobody cheering you. You know, that's where the work happens. And most people don't want to do it. It just The work is know. never glamorous. I don't care yeah. if you're... If you're Tom Cruise and you're on set, or you're a you know a BDR that's that's hitting the phones because that's where you are in your organization, the work is never glamorous. You think that being a high-profile coach at a major university is this glamorous thing? It's grueling attention to detail day in and day out of sitting in a dark room and watching film and finding the details that are going to make you successful. So you have to be willing to do those things in order to create confidence for yourself. And then you have to create the environments that allow you to practice it. You have to find time on your own to write your, your, your outline of things you wanna say, to stand in front of the mirror and deliver it so that you do it so many times that it's just second nature when you're in a conversation with somebody or when an opportunity shows itself for you to be able to deliver your value. So, so let me relate this. The, to those that don't know, my first client in the sports marketing world was Don Shula. And while I was not exclusive with him because that was how coach worked, I did the bulk of his um, uh, speaking engagements. I did a ton of endorsement deals with him and I would travel with him and we would go to whatever venue and he would go through the same routine, almost like a walkthrough, 
like you did in football, he would make sure that the stool was right. He had his water right. He would go, I was bored to tears. It was like, coach, we've done this 7 million times. And he goes, he looked at me like, and you remember him. He would look at me and he goes, this is 7 million and one. <laughs> you know, right? you know, I was like, got it, coach, man. It was like, you know, because he just replayed it in his mind, which is what confidence is, is that if you can just be in the moment, step up to that moment and let it go without thinking about it, you just, you can't think, you just got to know. Well, that's I the difference, I, I think, right, is that it's not, you're not, feeling you're not relying on all of that previous experience or previous training in that moment you've already built your confidence from that so that when you're in that moment you're focused on the execution and nothing else and that's the real difference i think most people think that i'll feel confident once i've had all those experiences and have all had all those successes the confidence comes from knowing that even if you don't know it now you're going to figure it out and put the preparation in to be successful. And that's why when a rookie walks in, who's going to be an all pro or going to be a hall of famer, everybody looks at them differently because they're not afraid to not know and put in the work and preparation to be successful. There's no doubt in their mind. They're not confident that they're going to be a champion. They're confident that they're going to do the work to become a champion. And that's a way different thing that most people want to talk about when they talk about confidence. You know, a lot. My speeches, I played the uh, the post-game speech that LeBron gave after winning last year. And he's like, it's all about process. He goes in, he says, it doesn't matter what you do, whatever craft you do, if you build the process and trust the process, well, then that's where the magic happens. And so for those that are listening this morning that have worked with me recently, we took the confidence thing and said, basically comes down to two mindsets. Training, training is where you're exploring and working and, you know, the, the you're active learning, mind, active mind. I'm learning. Oh, I'm instant. Oh, I didn't do that. I could do that better. And I'm learning that in boxing now is that in the training, oh, I realized I left my hand out there or whatever. But when you get in the ring with sparring, you got to have a trusting mindset that you did the work and now it's time right. to just, just be empty. Just go, let your body and your mind be. Allow yourself to execute. Be Allow where your feet are. And, and so the misnomer is, is that, oh, I'll have success and then it'll breed confidence. You know, I talked about this yesterday. Confidence comes first. You work to build confidence and then confidence gets you success and then it feeds itself in a reverse way. So it's really cool. So becoming that expert is so important in building the confidence because that's what happens when you're in that training mindset and you're developing the expertise, you're developing the confidence in your skill in order to be able to do it. When the nerves are happening before you execute, the nerves go away once you actually start doing because you're in that trusting mindset of relying on all of the preparation that you've put in. So preparation comes down into two things for me. It comes into studying and practicing, right? How are you studying? What are you, what's, where is the information coming from that's allowing you to develop the skill mentally 
And then where are you physically practicing the things that you need to do in order to be successful? If those things aren't on your calendar, you can't tell me that you're a professional and that you're building confidence. I agree. I want to unpack Lori's comment. She's always so great at this stuff. She says you can have all the confidence in the world, but you got to execute. I challenge that in one respect in that once you execute, you learn from executing after, you know, so it, yep. it sort of says, okay, I didn't do it right this time. I'm going to work hard this week so that I do it right next time. So that's part of the process is, do you understand what I'm saying? A you know, thousand where, percent. A you know, thousand where it's like, I got up, I did it, but I didn't do it the way I want to do it. Now I'm going to go back and work harder, be smarter about what I need to fix. Which so for my people that are in leadership roles, for those of you that aren't creating a role play scenario for your salespeople, where it's a daily habit and routine where you're sparring, because if you want to stop wasting opportunities with practice, that's what everybody says is, oh, you just got to get more reps. Well, how many opportunities have you wasted? Because you use those game scenarios as practice situations. Why haven't you taken those problems that you've seen other people struggle with, create an environment for people to practice them and do it daily? Not one time in the two weeks that you onboard them. Professionals don't practice in the beginning of the season and then go play all the games. They practice consistently throughout every single game throughout the season. So it's important for my people that are in leadership to understand that just because people aren't executing, maybe you need to go back and practice the fundamentals that you taught them early to get back to that stuff. You are preaching and telling good stuff um, for everybody in the huddle. I had this conversation yesterday with Debbie Hammer, and I told her I would shout her out. The One of the reasons why we do this stuff is for you to take some nuggets and share it with your audience. So for those of you who are struggling with content, we give it to you every single day. Unpack it, make it your own, share it with your audience. And that's at least one post a day that you can share with your audience. It's good content. You enjoy it. Own it, share it, and move on. And uh, I think that's it, my friend. For those of you who are looking to get on the ball, you know where to go. Just reach out to us. We are more than willing to help you. Uh, obviously, we created the Get on the Ball training platform for you, but have a virtual coffee with us. Ask us the questions you need in order to help yourself get 1% better daily. Another great show. Thank you, sir, so very much. Excited We're on TV today. We're going. Excited to be on TV today. Uh, have a fantastic Tuesday. Get after it. Go build your confidence and execute at a high level. Stay on the ball. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business Mama, please don't worry about me I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this so let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down.